In the name of the God who creates us, the God who redeems us, and the God who sustains us. Amen. Good morning, St. James. Today is the first Sunday in Lent, which means there's a lot that we could talk about. If the great litany that we started the service with didn't clue you in, we could talk about other changes in the church and our liturgy. Our hangings are purple, the crosses are draped, the alleluias have left us until the end of March. Or we might talk about the history of Lent, when it came to be and why it carries the name that it does, how it's evolved over time. I'm sure over the coming weeks of this season, we'll probably talk a lot about those things. But today, on the first Sunday in Lent, I'd like for us to explore the possibilities that Lent presents, the opportunities. Opportunity may seem like an odd word to apply to a penitential season, and some of you may be thinking, well, Lent already started, so I'll just sit this one out. But here, on this first Sunday, everything is new, nothing is set, and we're still early enough so that each of us can figure out what our posture towards this Lent might be. And that, to me, feels a lot like opportunity. You see, Jesus isn't the only one making his way through the wilderness. This season of Lent gives us all a chance to recognize the wilderness in our lives. The ways that we've drifted away from what God wants for us and gives us a chance to refocus, to engage with ourselves, our interiority, and our faith in a way that helps bring us into closer relationship with God. Now, if you were raised in the Baptist tradition, you may be scratching your head because the season of Lent doesn't appear in the Bible. But its origins rest in the gospel that Jay just read and the accounts written by Matthew and Luke. The rhythms of this period have been important all the way from the days of the early church. And the season before Easter has long been one of penitence and preparation for the celebration to come. Historically, it was a time for those hoping to become Christians to get ready for baptism. And those who were no longer in community to make their preparations to be welcomed back in. A returning to wholeness and reestablishment of community. And so we too have the opportunity to make our own preparations. Now our gospel for today comes from the very beginnings of the gospel of Mark chapter 1. Because for Mark, this is where the story of Jesus begins. With Jesus being baptized by John and the Spirit of God descending on him as God proclaims, You are my Son, with whom I am well pleased. But then there's the next line of Mark's Gospel, where Jesus is immediately driven into the wilderness by the Spirit. 
Now, Matthew and Luke have a lot more to say about Jesus' time in the wilderness, about the hardships that he endures and the temptations he faces. But for Mark, the point perhaps isn't so much in the details as it is that it happened. The abruptness of the change and the disorientation that follows. Perhaps it's good then that there's not one right way for us to do Lent. There's not one practice that ensures that we get a gold star at the end of the day. Of course, there's fasting and almsgiving and prayer. Each are anchors for the season. But there are many ways that one can engage with each of those whether through joining us for the Stations of the Cross on Thursday evenings, maybe not eating meat on Fridays, or pledging to support the work of this congregation for the very first time, those are all options. But there are other choices too, like engaging in the sacrament of confession and reconciliation. I know that might be a surprise to some of you, but we do that too. Or maybe you might take up the challenge that Bishop Curry has set before us for each of us to engage in deliberate acts of unselfish love each day in this season. In many ways, Lent is a choose your own adventure and you get to determine whether you take up this invitation to participate and lean in. And if the opportunity of Lent is making the choice to engage in this journey, then the grace of Lent is that if even if you haven't started yet, or if you started out with the best of intentions and you've already hit that spot where you needed to call on your emotional support chocolate, you can try again. You can recommit. Because Lent isn't about perfection. It's about making a deliberate choice to grow closer to God, to be more Christ-like. Along the way, maybe we recognize that we don't have all the answers and we don't need to. But we can still make the best of our time out here in the wilderness and open up ourselves so that our very essence might be changed by God's love. So what might you be willing to give up or add? What might you be willing to take up or leave behind? Those are the questions before us in this season, and hopefully our answer shouldn't be like the low-hanging fruit easy for picking, but something that is designed to make us think about and work for. So that over these iterative weeks of trying, we might develop a practice. You might give up something you place too much reliance on, chocolate, maybe alcohol, Or you might add something you could use a little bit more of in your life, like reading the Psalms or praying the daily office. 
maybe in this time of recognizing the blessings that we've been given, you might make time to serve at our Friday night dinner program. Or maybe you need to sit down with a priest and have an honest conversation about where you are. Or maybe you need to forge a path towards reconciliation with someone from whom you found yourself estranged. Maybe for you, Lent is about taking a mask off or letting help in. And somewhere in there, I hope that your Lenten discipline might involve this idea of performing a deliberate act of unselfish love every day. While we all walk this journey together, the path is yours to choose. And my hope is for each of us to take this opportunity to find something to practice that is meaningful and impactful, that gets us outside of our comfort zones and helps us stretch so that at the end of these 40 days, we can look back and see how the Spirit has been at work on each of us individually and all of us collectively, and not just see but feel how we've been transformed by the choices that we've made, all of them designed to help us find our own path through the wilderness and remind us of who we are, each and every one of us, beloved children of God. Amen.